Okay. Good morning. So uh, we picked up. We la- actually we left off last week with we're in the, in the middle of Ahavas Reim, having a love of friends and appreciation of friends, and we're heading towards Avelus, which is a little bit different. Um, but says the Pelayoyitz, "Vinei Adam Oyves Atzmo, Vies Benovis Achiv, Teva Mechayava." Why do people love people love themselves? I don't know, we're not talking about narcissistic, but people inherently love themselves. They they love their children. There's a there's a there's a, a love of relatives. Period, uh, because the teva is of a person. Is we have an innate natural love. Hakadosh Baruch actually created us to the extent that we, we have a, a a love for why. I mean, why does a person typically uh, love their siblings, even if? Uh, by the way, it, it's it, it, even if these siblings, as little kids, there's a lot of sibling rivalry, a lot of uh, fighting. So all of a sudden, they come adults, and they're a little older, and also they're, they're good friends, they're close. Where does that come from? So I, I, uh, there's a there's a, uh, there's a there's a metaphysical. It's also just a, a reality. Is that when you look at a, a sibling, uh, you don't have to even look at your DNA stats, but you, you, you view them as an extension of you. They come from your parents. You've, you've, it means even if as a kid you fought, you still feel they're, they're an extension of you to an extent, right? They're the per, they're, they 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 you, you share the same parents and grandparents. Uh, they, they obviously have certain physical and uh, nature and nurture strong similarities or, or identical things in certain ways, uh, and therefore you feel this brother or sister, uh, you know, is really an extension of me. Now, obviously. Whether it's a parent or a sibling or even a child, if you don't speak to them, talk to them, and you're, they're far away, you'll have less of a feeling towards them. Uh, same thing with Hashem, by the way. <laughs> if you never come to Dav and speak to Hashem, you won't feel close to Hashem. Like, that's just anyone you don't speak to or have anything. But there is a, a, a natural feeling of closeness. Well, uh, and you, 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 it bothers you um, if you feel upset or tircha de gufa. Um, uh, whenever there's a difficulty in a mitzvah, the more a person overcomes it. This is a general thing. This is making two points, and I'll connect them. Uh, uh, the, the reward is great for beating it. How much money do we spend on a lulav, an esrog, on a sukkah, on Pesach? How much time and energy do we put into something? And Ashrei Chalkam, for Klai Yisrael does this, Get this point. Right? Certain mitzvahs that are not so popular, certain mitzvahs that are not uh, that that, that are not a, a focus of of people. People should run for a light mitzvahs. Uh, you should, you should run for even things um, so much more so this mitzvah to, have, to love Jews to have good friends to help people 
chesed, when you have a connection to people and to love others in a person should run after this, right? Run after helping other people, helping you know your friends, thinking uh, uh, about others. Uh, like you're running after life. Because the Yitzer is very strong against this, right? You don't need to, I don't have to help them. I don't care about them. You don't want to, you don't want, you, 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 you want to just live by yourself and not focus on other people's problems. <laughs> People tell us, you know, I have enough of my own problems. Leave me alone. I would sit there and worry about other people. You know, Hachman is a Chinook. No one here really says that too often. But, uh, you know, you, you get some, yeah, don't bother me. I, 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 you know, but really, when you think about it, being concerned for other people, being concerned for, for friends and others, so the most important mitzvah is Ahavas, Chesed, to love, to love friends, Darche, Shalman, so many mitzvahs, different mitzvahs that are Nichlal on that. get Gam, Ma Gam, Shiesh, Bedavar, Zekham, and Yam, Shayares, Tvar Hashem. Don't just rely on your on, on your own thing, uh, because we're we're biased. People tend to not want to give up their time and their energy and love for other people because they're focused on the things. And certainly with money, right? People don't like to spend money. People don't. It's why should I spend money? You know, I actually, uh, you, we, I, mean, I, I can, you will imagine this. You know, a person has a brother who can't support himself, or a sister, and like, well, they, you know, when we were younger, he didn't take his school seriously, or he's a lazy bum, or she should have done this. And really, what's up that you're so worried about them? So you don't want to spend the money on them. You don't want to help them out. You really like you're you're annoyed. Like what did they do? Uh, and and obviously, if a person is going to Las Vegas uh, or or buying opioids or, or marijuana or anything like that with your, with money, I don't know if I would support their their habits or their vices or if they're not careful. But but tachlitz, that's certainly not the majority of cases. And people tend to not want to spend the money because they feel like this. And why should I help them out? Why should I go ahead? And this, and you really think about it, loving your your um, others. Certainly, um, um, uh, certainly, certainly, you, you know your siblings or relatives or cousins is from the grace, grace of Mitzvahs. And as he points out, you know it's just a bigger you, right? You, 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 yourself, you love easily. Although there are people who need to have therapy to love themselves. <laughs> uh, your, 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 your immediate family, it's, even, it's, also, it's also easy. Other people, Claudia, I mean, I don't know about you, since yesterday I have this like blah feeling. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, you think about it, you just, like really, um, I just asked Lachan, he said he knew some of the people who they are this morning. Um, one of them was a Holocaust survivor, he told me. Um, the Iker Mitzvah Ha'ava he believes, and the main, the main, the main uh, Ahava, the main love of friends of others, is in your heart. You have to have a, a, a love in your heart. Right? You should never have any any pleasure in uh, uh, in of, of, of a yid stumbling or falling or messing up, even if it advances 
your career or they annoyed you or, you know, uh, you, you one always has to, I don't know, it was one lady I, I knew from Ivy, she thought, it was Mama Shiko, she talked about something like, oh, what, sh- this thing happened to that person because they insulted me, like, literally, like, and I, they should never have done that to me. They shouldn't have done that. Like, it's an older lady, I remember. You mean, and they're paying price as a result? That's right. You start up with me, and that's what happened. You got knocked off. Never. They should have known not to start up with me. Like, like, you know, know, obviously, I I don't judge an older lady. I was much younger then, also. But I really should talk that way. You know, but but the most normal human beings don't talk that way. But some people think that way, by the way. Uh, And they say, you know... They, they, this had it coming to them, and they, don't know, they may be embarrassed to articulate that. But in their own head, they, they're happy. Maybe they'll put the, they won't sit up with me anymore because now they're in bad shape, you know, etc. You know, never, never. If you love somebody, you never, ever, ever are happy when a Jew suffers. Um, you should only rejoice with somebody. That you should pray for them. Actually, the rabbi spoke about this yesterday. Um, you know about that our spiritual DNA is to go ahead and, and, and uh, pray for others. I mean, I, I tell you the truth. Um, you know, I had a, an internal debate yesterday whether I should say anything on Shabbos. At some level, Shabbos is a time where we should never give bad news. In general, there's a strong concept about not giving bad news. Uh, I heard already at 8.30 in the morning that something had happened. Uh, and they didn't have no, no details at 8.30 in the morning. Um, I spoke, as you, for the vast majority who were here yesterday, about praying for others. Um, you know, about the importance of thinking about praying for us. Now... You, as, as, as mentioned, you can't really dive in Tillim or stuff for people on Shabbos. It's actually Befer Shulchan Aruch, right? Unless you're in that place. If you're, in a, if you're in a city that's under siege, you're obviously allowed to pray for your salvation, right? If you're, in that, if you're surrounded by a city under siege, it's basically in Gemara's. So, when, uh, you know, Harvey was one of the people. Gideon Klein told me, God stopped the street. There's another person at Shul. Like, all of a sudden, right after I, literally after I spoke, they were coming over to me and telling me that, that you know the actual details of what happened. I thought myself like, like I had like a, a mind thing, you know. At some level, you know, I didn't want people finding out as they walk on the street like some people did. Um, I want to kid a shot. I thought to myself at least hear it in the show and, and, and realize that you can't say to them, but you should be, you know, chazar shot or do something to connect to. Uh, the situation. But I, I must tell you that the, the back and forth in my mind that in those couple of minutes, what would be the better thing? You know, uh, obviously, in theory, somebody asked me. Uh, I think David Bianca was going home with parents who have no idea. So don't say anything on Shabbos, because why would you upset someone on Shabbos? But if people are going to be walking in the street and finding out there were pe- two people who walked into here the show yesterday just to commiserate. Right, one was an African American who came at three o'clock, and the other boy, the other guy who came, this guy Vikas. Literally wanted to give me a check on Shabbos. You know, he left me a message. Come to show you. He was an albino. See the guy who came in? You saw him? Yeah. He's actually Indian. He's Indian. He's an albino. You couldn't tell. He's an Indian guy. Uh, From India or an American Indian? 
No, not like Elizabeth Warren, who's American. Oh, not, that's one one uh, yeah. hundred and fifty. Not so. like not like a real Indian, one, one like a Cherokee <laughs> Indian, uh, who's actually an Indian, uh, 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 but like an India from India. India. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Senator Warren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the truth is, I can give like fifteen drushes on the dumbest things I've ever seen. She'd be up there. One <laughs> percent. Uh, uh, you're probably one percent uh, African, Harvey. One percent means nothing. No, uh, uh, Harvey. If you know anything about DNA, that was a, was a bush of a herpa. Uh, he's two percent Brooklynese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's what? That he wanted to actually. He wanted to give me uh, a check. They want to oh, give me to ask to do anything he can. What a sweet guy. Yeah. You really, and you should know, by the way, he was very emotional. Like, I felt his pain. It was not, it was not just, a, it was a very sincere feeling of, uh, what could I do something? Right? It was really an honest, I, I didn't have, uh, I, I was actually inspired that somebody would so, felt so bad uh, about the situation. It was, it was really touching, if I can say. That's the bright side. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a humanity in in, in, in the world still. Um, um, I mean, Lily left me a message as well. Um, you know, but 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 but, but you know, just not so Lily done. You know, to daven for people. I mean, that's actually what I spoke about yesterday. It's like uh, you know, to go ahead and pray for for other people, obviously, and to feel that, like you know, if you see somebody. You don't just walk by. To, you know, as I mentioned yesterday, if you see something, you don't pray for a person. You know, if your own daughter would be in the hospital, your own relative, you would pray. Now, it doesn't mean, obviously, that the story says the Chavetz Chaim, the part of Chirov, most of us are, are not at the level of Chavetz Chaim, not in learning, not in davening, not in chesed, not in tefillah, right? But when you walk by and you see something, you hear something, it should be more a prayer, right? You know, uh, if you see a Hatzalah truck, and, and, and you would say it, it right? If you see something happen, you should have a prayer, not just walk by, you know, and be be to 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 ignore it. The Alchis Falalav, the Filu Knias Avazu, he kashayitin alibo kaman mechazal to feel this. The the Filu bezvan shoshayim b'tsar. Listen, this, uh, the Gemara says that even if a Jew, a wicked Jew, is in pain, shchina mitztaris. Right, uh, that when a person is benachas, the shchina is also benachas. In Ken, If a person loves Hashem, Right, you should rejoice with the rejoicing of Hashem. If Hashem is happy for a Jew, you should be happy with a Jew. Hashem is in pain. And you know what happened is, you you're upset at someone or something, and you say, well, you don't you don't rejoice this person. So Hashem's rejoicing with this person, but you're not. And when this yid is suffering, you, Hashem's suffering. We're not getting how what that means that God's in pain. Obviously, God's not human in any form, fashion is. Right, but whatever that means, that God is in pain. That God is in pain. Okay, and you're sitting there happy in your heart. <coughs> this person choked on the hot dog, and you're ah. Oh, that's uh, the witch, right? That's like this happened because she did that to me, or she was not nice to me. Of course, she was not nice to you. She should choke on a hot dog, you know. You know, Hakadosh Baruch a yid. You, 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 you. When you love everybody, 
you feel like you're happy for people and then you, you, you rejoice with them. By the way, that means to rejoice. I honestly, if you go to a wedding, you don't go to a wedding for the food. You don't go to a wedding for, to be yaitse, to fulfill the obligation. You, the number one feeling anyone who goes to a wedding should be to feel the joy of the, the chassan and kala. To feel Hashem's joy. And the number one feeling if you ever go to a funeral is to feel the pain of the family. Even if the person who passed away is going to a good place, the family is in pain. There's a loss of connection. And the, the, the overwhelming feeling that a person should feel is that pain. Not that I have to go to the funeral, because what if I don't go? They'll be upset at me and I didn't go to the funeral. You know, they're gonna, you know, or, or, or to go to the funeral and think about, not, you know, what, what are you eating for lunch that day? You know, uh, the union ever is a person who's supposed to feel that pain. If you're in a, in a shiva house, it's sometimes for some people it's a little easier, but also to, to I mean, it's a little easier because you, the, the dynamic of the shiva sometimes contributes to that, which it should. Uh, but to sit there and really feel uh, that pain. And if you're at a bris, not to sit there and talk to your friend about the latest news in the world, uh, but to sit there and say, wow, a Jewish child is being gemalt. It's from the time of Avram Avino, this 3,700 plus years, this child is entering the covenant of Israel. How amazing that is. How awesome uh, that, that is. And certainly if you know the person, and you're friendly with the person, you're so happy for them. Uh, you feel, you're, you rejoice with them. Amazing. This is, this is really super, super, super. Um, <coughs> And you should know that Hashem, and one of the reasons Hashem is happy when people are happy is when they're happy, they're able to perform. If you're in, right, Hashem wants every Jew to be successful. People who are, who are stressed or saddened don't have as much emotional strength. They're compromised, right? They're, they're affected by, you know, the strength. This person's impoverished. They think about paying the next bill. They don't have the mind space for a lot of other things. Uh, you know, wh- uh, uh, you know. Wh- I'm teaching the the, the uh, 11th grade girls on Mondays. So doing the Renaissance, the Jews of the Renaissance. So one of the things I mentioned is that the Renaissance. Where where the Renaissance starts? 1400. Where, not when. Where? Italy. 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 Where in Italy? Florence. Florence. Where else? Venice. Milan, right? Those were the, those were the, that, those were the main cities. Uh, Rome, obviously, it was a different galaxy because of the church. But it was all those cities. There were two major besides the geogra- were the geography of Italy, because it was in the, by the Mediterranean. It had the cross currents of, of all of Europe and the Middle East. It also had the largest cities in Europe at the time, so a large population. But they're also the wealthy cities. And when you have wealth, you could be patrons of the art. You could spend literature, and you could also have Bandwidth. If all you're doing is is worrying about the moment, or you're trying to survive, nobody thinks about things beyond them, right? People in survival mode, they're 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 not. They can't imagine doing acts of kindness and even prayers. Difficult if they're not religious, certainly, because they're just surviving. They're just it, it, you. You become tight when you're like that. You you don't you don't have empathy towards others, right? Actually, one of the things they show is that people who literally feel their own life is only, are not empathetic, typically, because they're in survival mode. I, I don't have the power to be empathetic, right? So, a Baruch, when someone's suffering, it's actually Hashem, one of the things that Kosh Baruch bothers is that they're not able to do as much. And it should bother you. They're not, 
you know, they're so <coughs> damaged in certain ways that because of that, and people who are certainly very impoverished make very poor decisions sometimes. They rationalize, you know, what they do because, uh, you know, I'm a mom of the altar, they could come to reject things. Certainly, when you, a yid, when you see a Jew following Hashem's Torah, you see somebody becoming religious. You see somebody, you know, I, I, you know so why are they becoming so religious? You know, some people only like when people are exactly like them. The, you know, the minute they become more religious than them, it bothers them. The fact that this person eight months ago ate chazer pig, right? Didn't say brachas. Didn't dive in that they're used to it. It bothers them, but but all of a sudden, this same person, the same person, now says brachas too long, daven's too slow. They're a fanatic. They're bothered, bothered by it, right? You know, it bothers them. You know, we don't, uh, really should be rejoicing. This people, person now, his children marry Jews. <laughs> you know, you think the chance that children marrying Jews would be close to none. That's the statistics today. Close to none. If that guy's doing Ratzon Hashem, she's doing Ratzon Hashem. Be happy if people are becoming more religious. Be happy people are serving Hashem. Sometimes people, you know, you don't exactly agree. Things that people I don't, but you know, I'm happy they're serving Hashem. Now, again, this means there's not room for improvement. There's room for improvement. But you, uh, the basic, you should be happy. You see a Jew serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Let's start Sarban Efesh. And if you see a Jew who doesn't know better, or does know better even more so, in transgressing Hashem's law, the overwhelming feeling that you have for that too is, wow, that's so terrible. Because you, you love them. Right? You see a sibling making a poor decision, investing in Bernie Madoff's uh, uh, you know, funds. You, know, you see somebody driving in the wrong way on the streets. You see somebody, I, you know, when I see somebody smoking, I think, wow, they're, they're shortening their life. How terrible that is. Right? How awful that Especially is. Especially a young person. Especially a young person. If you see a young person take marijuana, you're also frying their brain at a young age. Right, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, the feeling you should have is one of love. A parent, you, you know what? You never, you should never have this, by the way. But I've had them in my office. People, when their children are making poor decisions, the pain of a parent when they watch and they can't choose for the kid. You can't choose, right? There's just you can you can do it. You can try to aid in it. But certainly, the kids 18 plus, you're, you're you know, even even if you control the pocketbook, you're still very limited in what you can do, right? And it's painful. You watch somebody making a poor decision. You know, if you've ever dealt with somebody de- dealing with alcohol, alcoholism, or an addict, or any kind of addict, eh, your heart goes out to them, right? Your heart goes out. I've had people tell me they were, they had, were spending all their money on women of ill repute, and they are addicted to it. I mean, you can't imagine that, you know, the, the pain that some of these people go through, you feel bad for them. And certainly if you find a Jew who has no connection to their creator, just live it, walking on this world, living a completely secular life, that's terrible. And the feeling you should have is one of, that is terrible. It should bother you. Right? Um, um, uh, and even if you yourself are, by the way, not the best, some people say, you know, I'm not so holy, I don't have to put on other people. <laughs> I'm not that religious, so I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me that these people are not. Like, what kind of crazy is this? It's a person um, who has, for example, a woman has ten kids, and she's, um, what's the 
Uh, and, and, you know, the, the king says to take, to, all these kids should take care of their mother. If ten kids supplying, if one of the kids said, one of the kids don't, if nine kids, uh, one of the kids start not to giving what the mother needs. So another kid will say, well, listen, uh, uh, if I should, maybe I should give less too. Because she's giving less. He's giving Right, but if one kid, because if one kid gives as a result more, it says, "Wow, I'll make up for my brother. I'll make up for my sister." That makes the king happy. But if all of them say, "You know what? He's not doing. I'm not that much better," it just gets worse. Right? It means you you add on. You it makes it it makes it uh, it, it makes it worse. You, the more, if you want to, listen, every, every good kid wants to make their parents happy. Right? And every Jew, one good Jew wants to make Hashem happy. When you see a Jew keeping Torah mitzvahs, it should, you should rejoice. Even if they're doing more than you, you should rejoice. Even, by the way, you never know who's really doing more because ultimately Hashem knows it's a subjective slide, right? It's based on your knowledge, based on your upbringing, based on what you could do. But you should rejoice. Right, and if you see a Jew who's not taking care of what they should be doing and not honoring Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it should bother you. Right? Again, most Jews today who do that don't know better, don't understand other things. They're not they've had opportunities to even more so. It should bother you to do something to help them, to teach them, to pr- at least pray for them, as mentioned yesterday. Um, and the truth is, is when a Jew uh, adds on goodness and cares about others and helps others do things. And you love others, you bring more toiv to, to, to the world. You bring more goodness to the world. Ultimately, we'll finish up next week about, about loving our friends. The, it's, it's an act of godliness. It's an act of loving others. There's so many mitzvahs that are connected. And I just want to say what I said before. One of the best ways to start to work on it really applies every day in every place that you, de- you see a person. I, the easiest time to work on this is when you go to a house of joy, to rejoice, and you go to a house in the morning to mourn. Don't think about yourself. Just think about the morning and the joy. Think about Hashem's joy in a house of joy. Think about Hashem's morning, Kaviyachol, in a house of mourning. And if we work on that, certainly on, throughout our lives and through all places, we'll feel the, 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 the simcha of Jews. And God forbid, if it happens, we'll feel the pain of Jews.